Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Ask Amy, all about Houston water bills. Back in November, we did a week-long series of investigative reports all about issues with Houston Houston's water department and bills, unusually large bills that many people in our area were getting, um, and trying to get help for those people and figuring out what the problem was. Well, since then, the response has been enormous. Um, We've received hundreds of emails, more than 200 people asking us for help with their own water bills that are thousands of dollars um, with no explanation. And so we wanted to check back and revisit that issue right now um, and had the chance to sit down with Carol Haddock. She's the director of public works for the city of Houston. So over the water department in the city of Houston. Back in November, she explained to us that the reason that so many Houstonians were receiving inaccurate water bills was because the remote reading devices that is on their water meters, the devices that are supposed to send their meter reading back to the water department electronically without having a real reader meter go around and read each one, those devices are old and broken. So she said those devices were installed on Houston water meters, about half a million of them, 500,000, way back in 1997. And they need to be replaced. I mean, they're broken. They've, they've lived their life, their lifespan. But the problem is they've ordered the new devices and they were supposed to have started installing them three years ago. But the manufacturer, the company they ordered them from, has facing some supply chain issues, she says. And so they are about three years behind schedule. So what this means is that the city doesn't have regular meter readers or enough of them. They haven't because they haven't had to go around reading meters individually since the late 90s. And so they're reading meters in one of two ways. So say the devices do work on some of those meters, the the, the ones that work. She told us back in November that 40% of them were broken and not sending signals. So only 60% of all the, the meters had these remote read devices that would transmit the signal back to the city of Houston. For the other remaining ones, she said they might transmit a signal, not all the way back to the water department, but if they could drive a city of Houston van past your home, close to the water meter, so from the meter box to the street, the van might be able to pick up the signal from the remote read device from your meter. Okay, so some of them they could get that way. But for the remaining ones, they're having to estimate or guesstimate how much water you're using. Sometimes the city underestimates and you get a bill, but you don't realize that it's not actually the amount of water that you're using. So you could pay two, three, four, five, six bills, and then the city all of a sudden gets an actual read and says, oh, we underbilled you. And then they give you this huge catch-up bill for hundreds of thousands of dollars and says, um, or I'm sorry, for thousands of dollars and says, oh, you use this, you know, you might not have known that we were estimating your bill, but we were. In other cases, the estimate is the huge high bill. Um, and when that happens, they, they're not real quick to go back and change it because short staffed, it's an equipment issue, all of these things. So we wanted to take a moment to go back to Carol Haddock and ask what has changed and get an update from our stories in November. So we sat down with her for an interview. Take a look. Carol, thank you for sitting down with us. I thought maybe we'd start where we left off last time, and that was talking about meter readings. 
um, because you kind of told us, shared that the city was only getting meter readings for about 60% of its meters because of the remote t read technology. Um, so if we could start with there, um, what's the status on getting those devices repaired or replaced? Oh, absolutely. Happy to talk with you today about this. So uh, we've made some progress, and my estimate was probably a little bit low of what we actually were at the time. Uh, but uh, we have been able to deploy the ones that we've received, and we're up to about 80% uh, currently that the remote read is working either through the towers or through the van. Uh, so about 80% of those are being read remotely today. So the uh, current program actually will replace all of those transmitter devices. We call them endpoints. Uh, the plan was a five-year period, uh, but to date, because of the, the COVID and the pandemic and the supply chain shortages, we still haven't even received the amount we need for the first year. So uh, it's going to be a little bit longer than the original five years that we had hoped for. And when, did, when had you hoped to start the first phase? Well, we, had, we actually should be wrapping up year two uh, when we had originally entered the contract. It was right, right just before COVID. So we should actually be going into year three, but we've only received enough meters to not even fill up the first year's worth of, of orders. Uh, they're stepping up their, their work. Uh, they're telling us they're going from 5,000 a month to 10,000 a month that we should be receiving, but uh, you know we haven't seen it yet. So uh, we're hoping that things are loosening up. Um, and in total, we're looking at replacing 425,000 approximately. I, you know, Ultimately, we're going to replace um, all of them, and we have almost 500,000 meters. But yes, more than 400,000 uh, endpoints need to be replaced. And so you're saying now, if you rely on the van passing by and devices actually working the remote reads, you can get a, an actual read on about 80%. Today. Okay. When um, there are some pr protections that we tell people about, and you always want us to tell them, hey, you know, one good thing to do is put a high usage alert on your account. So if you have a leak at your home, you're catching it sooner rather than later. Um, and so I have that on my home, but I've noticed, and a lot of customers have noticed, a message on the account that says the usage alert service is currently unavailable for this account. That's correct. What's that, causing that? If we don't have the endpoint and we can't get the interim data, um, that remote read is what allows us to uh, notice. It's a uh, the computer actually. It's a you know kind of computer learning. It it knows what you use every day, mm -hmm. and it it notices that you've used a lot more on, in a particular day or continue to use more. And so, if you don't have a remote read and we're taking those manual reads, uh, then those usage alerts are not available because the data is not available. So if it gets a read from the van driving by, would the remote read, I mean, would the high usage alert work? Uh, so if you get the van driving by, we're still only getting those readings once a month, so the high usage would not work for those either. So okay. just the tower that are the constant read. It does have the monthly read and it has the consistent, so you could go back and determine when that started, mm -hmm. uh, but you would not get it in real time. Got it, okay. And, and the reason that I asked is because, you know, some of the cases that we forwarded were people who had leaks that, you know, when we tell them, oh, set up this high usage alert, it's like, well, it tells me that I can't do that. Right. Um, in some of these cases, I mean, they were, one was a customer who had a toilet leak, was out of state, um, and used like 303,000 gallons of water in about a six to eight week period, when that customer usually only uses 1,000 or less. And, and that, what that shows you 
is how quickly something as small as a toilet leak can add up. Mm -hmm. And when you go for a significant period of time, uh, how, how much uh, more uh, that your water bill can be through something that's, that doesn't seem like it would be that big a deal, but it really is a lot of water. But so now you're saying there are about 20% that really need to be estimates or have a physical meter reader go and read it? There are about 20% that we have to manually read. And are they being manually read? Are there actual meter readers going uh, so around we, every month? Yes, yes. We do have uh, staff that go out and uh, actually manually read those meters. Um, and do you know how many um, meter technicians you have on staff right now on payroll? Do you know the answer to that? About 75. 75? About 75. Okay. okay, so we have about 75 uh, water service technicians on staff right now. Okay. Okay, let's stop here for a moment because I want to think about this. I actually had to do the math. She said that the city has 75 technicians that, granted, that's not their entire job because they're not supposed to be having to read these meters with their meter technicians. And those are the people allotted in the city that if they need to go re read meters, those are the people they have available. Um, so by her math now, saying about 20 percent of 500,000 meters don't send a signal. So about 20 percent of the meters need to be read manually every month. So if you do the math, that is asking each of those technicians to manually read about 66 meters a day, five days a week. Does that sound doable? Not really possible. You know, if they've got different addresses and they're going all over. So now you can understand why the city is just best guessing how much water each of these customers used every month. But here's the problem. We've reported extensively and told you time and time again that the city code says that the city can only estimate your reading three months in a row, three consecutive reads. But we know because we have seen cases. We have called the city on cases where customers have contacted us. We've looked back through their bills and they're like, wait a minute, you estimated this customer's meter reads four, five, six times in a row, or maybe they'll estimate you for three months, then they'll get one accurate read, and then they'll do three or four months. Um, so no more than three months in a row. We know that they are doing that. So when we come back, we sat down with Haddock, and she tells us, she, she actually mentioned something that the city is doing to sort of make up for that, to make up for the fact that they are they are estimating meters for more than three months in a row. So we'll take a quick back, quick break. When we come back, we'll pick up there. Welcome back. We just explained why the city of Houston is estimating so many meter readings for its water customers. So let's let Carol Haddock, she is the director of Houston's Public Works Department, explain what the water department is doing to make up for that. We've actually changed some of our processes so that we don't estimate more than three months uh, since we last talked. Okay, since, since last November? Yes. Okay, and that would be fantastic because some of the cases that I know that we forwarded you, you know, one couple, they mm. were told, we've been estimating your meter since 2020. And they're like, but we've been paying bills, so how would we have known that you were estimating our meters? Uh, we've also updated our bills so that we have a more clear uh, notation on our bills uh, that if you are getting a bill based on an estimated read that it's not just one small line on the second page that it's actually clear on the front page of the bill so that you're aware that that's what's happening. Okay so there were instances or we've seen instances where the city was estimating for more than three months in a row that Correct. was happening. That was happening. And doesn't city code say 
you can't do that? Uh, so uh, city code says that uh, we're supposed to get those those manual reads. We did not have the, the workforce uh, available to do that more quickly. Uh, and so we've shifted some things around uh, and uh, made sure that uh, either we get to it or uh, we don't build back beyond the three months. Oh, so this is new. Can you tell me a little bit about that? About that? Because that's it would mean that a customer in those cases are not responsible for the charges. Prior. So so more than three months back, it would only be the average bill that would ever go back. And so we would only correct the last three months when we go out and get the manual read. Uh, so it, it, you won't get a, a six months of correction or nine months of correction. You, you would only be subject to the three months. Okay. All right. Um, that is very good to know. So in total, it'll be something like 500,000 devices when you eventually get them. Um, and then how long does it take crews to put them in? Well, you know, it, it, it varies, I will say. Um, in some neighborhoods where it's, uh, the meters are all out front, easy to find, uh, you know, this side of the sidewalk or, or in an easy area to access, they, could, they can make pretty good progress. I mean, that, that we expect that we would be able to deploy um, all that we receive in any given month. Um, in areas where uh, we are in areas where that there's been a lot of landscape grow up or uh, in areas where we have roadside ditches, sometimes it takes a little longer to find the meter boxes mm -hmm. uh, and to find uh, these and get in there and actually make the changes. It's a pretty straightforward change out. Um, in fact, I, I'm, I'm going to volunteer my team sitting over here beside me, but you know, if we wanted to go out and film one being installed, I, I don't have any problems with showing that. Yeah, that would be fantastic. Yeah. Are those, um, who are those meters coming from? The, is that the brand of meters? Or, because they're all going to be the same eventually. You know, I honestly don't know that. Let me ask my team here real quick. Do we know the brand of the endpoints? Or who the contract is with? Census. Census, okay. Census, okay. Okay, so, right. so the endpoints are produced by Census. Okay. And that means, endpoint means meter. Uh, well, so the... Not the meter. The not meter. the meter itself, because remember, we have mechanical meters. They spin to right. measure okay. the amount of water that goes through them. And the, then there's a wire that connects to the endpoint. Right. So, and then the endpoint is what transmits that reading. But we're hearing from customers whose meters have been estimated for years, and they're paying the bills that the water department sends, and then wham, they get this bill adjustment for thousands of dollars. And so customers are saying, we can't budget for that. And the customers that we're sending you have not been told that they don't have to pay that. They've been told, on the contrary, that they are responsible for that full amount. Well, and many of the ones that you're working with uh, are ones that started before we had our first conversation in November and started before we've made some of the changes that we've made. And so uh, our team over there is working through each one of them and reaching back out to the customers and, and getting them set up to where we are and everything. So, uh, you know, it, it's, we have about 500,000 bills a month that go out. Uh, you know, you've, you've told us you have somewhere in the 100, 140 that have reached out to you. Uh, we know that we probably have several hundred uh, that fall into one of these categories. It's, it's a very small percentage of the total, but it's very impactful to the people with these bills. And we want to work with each one of them to make sure that, uh, that they're paying for the water that they use, but that they're getting a, a bill that is, is reasonable to the circumstances that we're at today. Uh, and to make sure that moving forward that we're not, we're not creating these situations again. Right. Well, Mayor Turner, right after I spoke with you last, said in the city council meeting that there were about 50 inaccurate bills. In our, he said in a city council meeting, he said there were about 50 complaints of inaccurate bills each month from Houston water customers. Would you agree with that number? 
Well, I mean, the number is what the number is. That's the number that, that to call in and complain about it. Um, and so it does take more than two or three weeks to work through one of these. Uh, so the total backlog may be larger than that, but, but I, that is, is probably a very accurate number for the number of actual people that reach out to us and lodge a complaint in that. Okay. And then, you know, when we talk with people, they want to know because they reach out to customer account services and they say they don't hear anything back. We've heard the stories where customer account services puts a hold on their accounts says, let us look into it. And then before they get back to them, the hold drops off and then they get late fees and then they freak out and they got to call back again. And they reach out to their city council person. City council refers them back to water. And, and so they're asking me, where does the buck stop? I mean, who is accountable? Well, that stops with me. Um, and so one of the other things that we did change um, as we went through these other changes is we changed that 30-day period to 90 days because we knew that uh, those administrative holds, that when they drop off, they do cause stress. Uh, and uh, the 90 days uh, allows us time to work through these, and it allows time that uh, people are not getting a notice saying, hey, you're, you know, you're back in normal status, and if you don't pay, we're going to the water may be shut off, and so it, we've extended that out to 90 days. Okay, all right, that is very helpful. And so, so to clarify, if I call in and complain or, or say, hey, I, I'm disputing this bill, I don't think I owe this, water um, customer account services would say, instead of we'll put your bill on hold for 30 days. Clarity to that. Sure. They do have to pay whatever is current at that time they call, and then remainder is on hold. So if there's the, the amount of the bill, that we know is their actual payment, we do ask that they pay that. Okay. So this so, would only be for adjustments or? Well, so um, if you want to call in and, uh, you know, if somebody calls in and says, I, you know, I, I need an adjustment or I believe my, my bill is incorrect, um, the month that is in dispute or the period that's in dispute is put in the administrative hold. Um, but what we ask is that you pay the, the amount that continues to come in. Uh, and we ask that you pay the amount that's current that's not in dispute. Okay. Um, to keep your account in good status. Got it. So any bills that come after that or if you owed money before that bill came in? That's correct. But that amount that you're disputing would be on hold. Okay. All right. I appreciate it. All right. Let's go over some of the changes that the city says they have made since we first started our investigation of the water department. So these are things that are supposed to help you. They said that they have changed the bills, the way that the water bills look to make it more clear so that you can more easily see when your meter read has been estimated ver versus get them getting an actual read. So um, on the front of your bill now, it will say right on the front, estimate estimated read. It's got that notation in two spots, as well as on the second page of your bill, it'll say EST next to a meter reading if it has actually been estimated and not a real read given there. So that's one thing. The next thing is that the city says if they do have to estimate your read for more than three months in a row, which they're not supposed to do, but if that's necessary because they don't have the staff or the remote read devices to get the actual read, then they say if they estimate and then get an actual read and they had way underestimated you, they say they will only make you pay for what you used for the last three months, not all of the months that they estimated your meter. So then you might be thinking, like, how does this work? I had the same question. So let's say that the city estimated your meter read for five months and that the last time that they actually 
laid eyes or got an actual read on your meter was five months ago. And so they have that real read to go from. And then that they, they know that over the last five months, your meter now says this amount. And maybe you didn't pay enough to catch up to this amount. So then it's like, well, then how do they decide what you used in those last three months and cut off the two months before that that they say they won't make you pay for? So they say that they will take an average of your readings. So what the city will do is look at all of your actual reads and then get an average of them. So say they'll take three actual reads. Say you usually use 1,100 um, gallons a month, which that's very low. Maybe you live alone. 1,100 gallons a month. And then they'll divide that by three. And they're like, okay, that's generally what they use. So for those three months that we underestimated you, they'll take the amount that they actually billed you for. And then they will add on whatever makes up between that and, and 1100 I know it sounds kind of confusing, but that is how they do it. Just so you know, the city code says that they can back bill you or bill you in arrears for water used up to 24 months. And I said, so are you changing the city code? And the Water Department Public Works said this is only temporary. So they're not changing the public code. This is something that they have reported that they are now doing, that if they estimate bills for more than three months in a row they and they get it wrong, they will not back bill you for more than the last three months that you should have been estimated. But you basically might have to call them on that. If you discover that they're doing that, you might have to dig up our reports and say, hey, this isn't supposed to be happening. Okay, last thing, another change that they say that they're making. If you dispute a bill that you do not think you owe, which you should be doing if you receive a very high bill, you can call the water department. You can also send an email. I would suggest doing both and send it by email so that you have that record that you sent it to them. Um, the city will place your account on hold or the, the amount you're disputing just that one bill on hold for 90 days um, currently or what they had been doing they'd been putting it on a hold for 30 days and it takes so long for the water department to resolve some of these issues and figure out what you should actually owe that the 30 days was up the hold would fall off of people's accounts and then they would start receiving disconnection notices and late fees and so then you're like wait a minute they told me to wait they were trying to sort this out so to make up for that, because the city says they do know it's taking a very long time, they said they're going to put accounts on hold up to 90 days. You do have to pay anything that you owed before the disputed bill, and you have to pay any bills that come in after the disputed bill. They're just putting that one bill with maybe a very unusually large amount of water used. They're putting that one on hold until they can investigate and look at it. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we've done a lot of work on this issue, and we want to explain and show you how much money that we have clawed back for Houston water customers who say they were overcharged and just what we've been able to to accomplish in the short time that we've been investigating this issue. We'll be right back. Welcome back to this week's Ask Amy, all about City of Houston water bills, irregularities, inaccurate meter reads, and very large, unusual bills that customers can't seem to get help with. So let's pick up our interview with Carol Haddock. She is the director of Houston's Public Works Department. Since November, since we spoke with you, we've counted because I've, I've tried to not bombard you with all of the, the emails at one time. Right now we have between about 250 to 300 complaints that we're sitting on. Um, 
but just from 11 customers that we forwarded you with billing issues, the water department has cleared or refunded about $22,000. I mean, that's about $2,000 per household. Um, and, and so people are asking, and we're wondering why it's taken us. These are people who were working with the city for months, some who had already been told, sorry, you owe this money. So I will say that one of the things that, that became available last year when we updated the, uh, the water rates uh, was we had a, a new leak adjustment type, or a new, excuse me, a new adjustment type that was made available that if we went through all these other um, available adjustments, uh, that this one became available uh, to address these, and these really are a small number of cases that there's absolutely no explanation for the amount of water that was used. Uh, many of them also are the ones that had, like you said, many extended months of estimated billing. Mm -hmm. uh, what I will say is I, I don't believe that, um, that you changed whether or not we would get to a successful end. You may have changed the timing in which um, you, you got attention to it, but we were working through each one of these individually. Um, and in some cases, um, by, by working on these, the question is who's not getting addressed right now? And so the team is still trying to diligently work through the entire list of people that we have out there, and we want to make sure that we get to each one of them. How is customer service? How are those representative staffing levels? You said that you were pretty short when we spoke we to you We were, last and we've had some great success over the last um, part of the year. We've able, been able to bring in 35 additional um, people to answer phones. In January, our wait time was under 10 minutes. Um, that was the the average wait time. I mean, there may be a few times that it's that it's higher than that, and a few times that it's less than that. But on average, for the entire month of January, we were under ten minutes. All right, ten minutes or less, at least calls coming into the water department in the month of January. That is some progress. Wanted to go over just some takeaway tips for you if you are having issues with your water bill or even if you're not, how to prevent or make sure that you're in a good position to discover those before you get hit with a multi-thousand dollar bill. If you are not set up online electronically to have your account where you can go into the City of Houston Water Department's website and look at your bill electronically, you should do that. So you can set up an account. It's pretty easy. Um, the the um, the number is or the website is on your bill that you receive, but we'll also put it for you in the show notes here. And one thing that you also want to do, you heard us say that those high usage alerts may not be available on your account. If they are available, you can opt into them right there from that water department website and you should do that. Um, but even if they're not, you should check the way that you want the city of Houston water department to communicate with you. Um, we have found instances where people said they only wanted to receive their bill by snail mail. Well, what happened is when the city did actually realize that one uh, customer had a leak and they had used like more than 300,000 gallons of water within a six week time period, even though the city of Houston had that person's cell phone number and their email address, the software system wasn't set up to communicate with the customer that way. We've got half a million customers. So the city generated a snail mail letter that it mailed to this customer that that customer didn't receive until it was way too late. They're stuck with an $8,000 water bill from a leak that the city 
realized they had, you know, just like a week or two weeks into this leak. If they had been able to email them or even send a text message, then that customer would have realized something was going on and could have shut off their water and fixed that leak much sooner. So if you can, you can also still receive your bill, bill snail mail, but also give the city water department permission to contact you with alerts via text message or email. You can go onto the water department's website and see that information. We hope that, you know, you can always reach out to our team, our KPRC to investigates team and me. Um, we're still continuing our work on this series and you can reach out to us um, and myself at askamy at kprc.com. We hope this episode has helped you. We will continue and stay on top of this, these issues and this subject until we get um, a better system, until we can resolve a lot of these issues. All right, everybody have a great day and thanks for watching.